Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Uh, I am Joseph Waldron, your, one of your hosts for the day, and I'm here with... James Herrera, the other host for the day. Uh, and uh, David uh, is not here. He just uh, he just got back from Disney either yesterday or today. I like, think he was getting back today. Today, yeah. And um, so he had like the time of his life. He was sending us pictures, and we were yeah. pretty jealous <laughs> of him being in Disney. And um, one thing he did tell us uh, in the text messages, he said, uh, going to Disney this past week... He said, it was one of the greatest Star Wars experiences of my life, he says. Which is big, in my opinion, coming from David, because David's probably one of the biggest... Besides Joseph, David's probably the other biggest Star Wars fan. He's one of the biggest Star Wars nerds I've ever met in my entire life. Ever, ever met. And then, so, he's not here this week, but he'll be here next week, and it's actually... um, probably gonna be a solo show dave uh joseph and i will just be listening to what david (laughs) says because he said it's gonna be um he says i think i will talk the full hour disneyland counts as star wars stuff so i'm i'm cool with that so So expect a lot of (gasps) oh oh wow from the two of us and david just to be talking for (laughs) for three hours minutes (laughs) to an hour and a half and then we'll be like we need to go we really need to go (laughs) but um so yeah so uh a few Kind of big things happened this week since we last uh, spoke. Yep. Uh, so uh, you want to start us off of what you found out this week? In um, the world this of Star week Wars? I, I'm coming with a little bit of the Star Wars news. I'm trying to fill David's shoes a little bit. Um, <laughs> he's, he'll probably have exact details on all of the small things that yep. I'm reporting. Um, but um, we're going to start with the smallest one first and we'll go to the biggest one okay. afterwards. I there think, we go. Just because that's... Keep them guessing. Yeah, keep them wondering what's happening. Um, So the smaller one is that there is an official release date for Star Wars Resistance that was announced at some Disney event in Europe. Yeah. Um, And they showed character sketches of both the good side and the bad side at that. Um, Released some character names and things like that. Um, That I... Did not write down. Um, but the release date is October 8th, and it's going to be premiering on Disney XD still. So, Which I'm going to end up buying the whole season again, because I, I don't have XD. I don't so. have cable at all, so I'm going to have to... Did you see the picture they released? Did you see um, the... the, 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 the you, know, you saw the pictures of the good guys and the bad yes. guys. Did you catch the guy in red? Did you yeah. see him? Yeah. yeah. That's I, um, the character from... Fa- I think... Phasma was the first. Oh, time do you think, think it's yes. Cardinal? Yes, that has to be Cardinal. Oh, because it's around that time. It's yeah, a, it's that actually good... makes absolute sense. So I think they're going to introduce Cardinal finally in. That's the, um... fantastic. He's yeah. going to be. I mean, yeah. he's already canon, but now he'll be represented Rep- on yeah. the screen. So he'll that be is he'll be cartoon canon now. So yes. <laughs> so yeah, I right. didn't think about that. I was just like, I wonder who this red dude is, even though I've read all of Phasma. <laughs> I legitimately had. I was like, I wonder who this could possibly be. Um, cool, cool. So the other big news that came down the pipe today, not today, I believe yesterday early is when I read it for the first time. Um, episode nine casting of Carrie Russell. Which is awesome. Which is very exciting. Yes. The uh, spot, I believe, called for a lot of action sequences. Yep. Um, so, you know, we've got a good actress in Carrie Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, so the speculation has began began begun yeah, as to who, who she, she could is. be playing and i hope i really hope it's a really big part you know as much as i love laura dern uh, yeah. i love laura dern her her role wasn't as massive massive as i wanted it to be oh yeah okay heads up everybody um <laughs> at this time of our recording it is raining like crazy in san marcus right now <laughs> one of the biggest thunderstorms we've had well i mean it's been raining off and on here yeah. all week but uh today it's like a massive it one. decided to start right when we started <laughs> recording so so if you hear that that's the thunder outside anyways um you know her part was pretty great but i wanted more i wanted yeah. a lot more of laura Dern because it's a fantastic actress carrie russell fantastic actress I want there to be a lot of her. Yeah. And I've heard Mara. Mara Jade. Everybody's saying it's Mara Jade. That's going to be... 
That'd be pretty That's crazy. That's the biggest speculation that I've heard so far. Um, the only unfortunate thing is, from the Legends universe, Mara Jade is Luke's love interest. Yes. And, I mean, Carrie Russell is still significantly too loved, she's young to be. She's a little young to be. I mean, she's not, she's not as young as she was during, like, Felicity and things yeah. like that, but she's she just doesn't look like she'd be with uh, Luke Skywalker in a romantic way and okay correct me if i'm wrong was abrams involved with felicity that that that, that tv Believes, show they've worked together they've worked before. together so this uh, oh they were in um she was in mission possible 3 yes that's mission right Impossible okay where they worked so together. this was a um so this is pretty cool to see her like hey your first movie was mission possible 3 hey you're directing star wars again <laughs> like hook a sister up yeah, yeah but, <laughs> and plus she's she's phenomenal she's yeah. she's a great actress so that's exciting to see like and i'm wondering whether or not one if she's gonna be a good a good person or a villain. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of. I want to see a villain. I want to see a Carrie uh, Russell. Out of Carrie Russell, sweetheart. Yes, I would love to see like a villain. Somebody go head to head with, with uh, Ray. I think that'd be that'd be the pretty cool. An older parallel yeah, there. Yeah. And so one of those things. Um, but we just have to wait and see. Yeah, there's there's no time. I mean, yeah. I'm sure before it officially gets released, we'll know exactly oh, yeah. who she is and what she's doing. Um, but. Yeah, up until now, the only speculation that I've heard so far is, is Mary Jade. Yeah, but we all, all of us Star Wars fans, we know it's not her. It's, it, there's no way. There's no way. And plus, they already, like, like the code name was Mary Jade. Like, they already, I was like, Abrams would not do not that. Be, unless he's just changing it up and being as obvious as I don't think, possible. No, <laughs> a, a, no, he wouldn't. It's almost equivalent to him being like, we're casting somebody tall, last name, uh, Jin um, <laughs> has no relation to Qui Gon Jin, but you know maybe. But maybe no, no, he, probably not. Yeah, no, no. I think it's gonna be somebody, somebody completely different. Um, I just found out today that Game of Thrones officially stopped filming yesterday. Officially. Yesterday is there. They there is no more. Wrap on set. They've wrapped on set. So now I'm wondering. How involved Benioff and Weiss are in the post production? I'm pretty sure they're pretty involved. They seem like the type that. But then, would... but then, part of me is like, okay, maybe they wrote it, I and mean, they're like, all right, you guys mm-hmm. take it away now. So I'm thinking we may begin to start hearing about Star Wars, Benioff and Weiss Star Wars within here the next... within maybe by Christmas. I think we're gonna see the next six months probably. I think we're gonna get something. I think they'll give us some some tidbits the here, gist of what they're working and, on, and and to fill in that gap of no Star Wars movie this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have resistance, which is probably gonna be fantastic. But then part of me is like, okay, Abrams needs to announce his title, yes, and a teaser at least, just something. Even the the Falcon flying in the, in the you know, <laughs> that's all he needed to do. And then just a Star Wars, yeah. And then and Ryan Johnson yeah. needs to release his title, and then Benioff and Weiss need to give yeah, everybody they owe, something. They owe us something in December. Yes. So I think Star Wars fans, if we're correct, we we predicted it. They're gonna give us some juicy tidbits in December. Something so, to to get over the pain of not having yes. something to watch in theaters. But then what's going to be really cool, though, is December, January, February, March, April, and then four months later, Star Wars Celebration, Chicago. Yes. Which yes. is which is where we're going to, they're going to drop massive the, the, like That's when all the yeah, it's gonna crap's awesome. going to hit the fan. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but, uh, so that's all, like, kind of the current news. And then we're, we'll get into other, uh, something else I've heard this, we heard this past week. We'll talk about that in a second. So you had a, a topic today. So I, I brought to the, to the, the world today, the world of the Star Wars stuff podcast. Um, today, uh, James came out with the top ten list of favorite moments, even though one of them was literally like ten hours worth of stuff. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I came with um, a top six um, things that I wish that would come from the Legends universe into the new canon. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, number six actually is Mary Jade that we were talking about. Okay, yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing is, you know, Luke kind of looked like a bat. He was living the bachelor life on Octu. Um, <laughs> that, that we know of. That we you know, know I mean, who knows I mean, what, it, what he was flying in and out of Octu. All, yeah, you know? by all appearances, he was he was the bachelor. For those that don't know, Mara Jade was uh, in the Legends books, was mm-hmm. Luke's wife. Um, they had a son together, Ben Skywalker. Um, came from the dark side, worked for the Empire, worked for the Emperor, was considered the Emperor's... Um, if Vader's her his right hand, Mara was his left hand. Okay. Um, she was an assassin, I believe. I haven't read a lot of the stuff where she was debuted. I believe she was assigned to kill Luke, mm-hmm. or at least bring him in to the Emperor, um, because in the legend stuff, he lived on forever. Um, he had... <laughs> There was some ridiculous stuff with the Empire, Emperor where he would clone himself and then move his 
consciousness into his new body just hey, so he could live forever. Hey, that could that could still happen. It could still happen. Um, we don't we don't know. That could still happen. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Mara Jade wind up ultimately falling in love with Luke and and was brought back to the light. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's just a really cool character, a strong female character that they had that they don't have anymore. I mean, Ray is a strong female character. I mean, they that could, that's it. Ray and Rose are kind of Ray and Rose, and I mean, they don't have Leia for the next movie. Which mean, is ah, um, don't get me, don't get me, man. <laughs> it's gonna be all right, man. Um, so that that's my number six, I suppose. Okay. Um, these are no particular order. I oh, think. okay. Um, <laughs> number, I'm gonna put it. I'll, I'll order it as we go. Number five is Boba Fett survives the Sarlacc pit in the Legends universe. Yes, yes. Um, goes to become the the lead Mandalorian um, and runs Mandalore basically in the Legends universe. Um, now I know I've openly said that I am not excited for the Boba Fett movie. Um, Which we found out from David as well. David said that's actually hasn't been really confirmed a hundred percent by Lucasfilm, right? So we don't know we yet. No, but I do. I do wish that character had some way to survive. Yeah. Um, even if he doesn't come, like he's missing a left arm or something along those lines. Even if he's not the Boba Fett that is built up into everybody's minds. I hope this... he, he has to be partially digested. Yeah, yeah. Like, something's got to be wrong with something him. Has His to be face has to be all scarred Yeah, or which is why right? he wears a mask. Awesome. Um, There's a pitch for you, Lucas. All right. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Boba Fett is my number five. Um, my number four is a comic book series called Star Wars Legacy. Mm. Um, I don't... Did, do you know anything about the I, Legacy I series? think I've heard about it um, a while back. I, yeah, just refresh my So, mind. the Star Wars Legacy comics, um, the main character is Cade Skywalker, who is Luke's... It's either his great-grandson or his great-great-grandson. Okay. So, it's way past the time that Luke Skywalker would have been alive. Um, and he's um, a bounty hunter. He's oh. He's strong with the Force... Um, but he kind of doesn't acknowledge the fact that he has it. And so most of the, most of the series is him, um, kind of fighting between the light and the dark, trying to figure out what members of the Jedi are still around that he could maybe join. Uh, he gets tempted more than a couple of times by the dark side of the force. Um, and there's a really cool Sith Lord in the Star Wars legacy called Darth Krait, uh, named after the Krait dragons from Tatooine. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's really awesome. What's even more awesome is he, spoiler alert if you ever plan on reading this, it's a great comic book series. I would definitely, definitely recommend reading it. Um, but I'm going to spoil a little bit of it right now. The His backstory is fascinating. He is a human that was adopted by the Tusken Raiders um, with Force sensitivity. Oh, wow. And the he was trained as a Jedi on Coruscant. Um, okay. And then when Order 66 hits, he goes back and live in rules over all of the Tusken Raiders. <laughs> like, he unifies all of the clans mm-hmm. and becomes, like, their leader. Um, he's got some sort of a weird disease that's eating his skin. Um, and so he's using the Force to kind of keep it at keep bay. Keep going, okay. Um, at one point, he goes one-on-one with Obi-Wan in the desert. Wow. Yeah. Man, this is great! It's good stuff, and none of it matters anymore because Aww. Disney bought... All of Star Wars, um, but I don't want to spoil too much stuff about it. If, if you know, if people who are listening haven't read it, um, but I would strongly urge you to read the Star Wars Legacy stuff, that, even though it doesn't matter in the canon. Anymore. That'd be a pretty cool, like if they do this Obi Wan Kenobi movie, if they yeah. bring that in there and yeah. they start, and then and so you say he fights, and this ends up, be, this guy ends up becoming the villain. He becomes the villain further on, about 150 okay, years so in the future. Okay, so Lucasfilm has a great jumping off point if they were to include this guy in there yeah. to start this, and who knows, maybe Benioff and Weiss are gonna. Jump, jump that far, do a time hop. That'd be pretty incredible. That'd be amazing. And then they introduce him in Kenobi, and then and then there you're not messing with that whole like, who's Ray's mom? Oh, she was in Rogue One the whole yeah. time, you know, or she's in so you know. That's what I was praying to God. I was like, do not let them <laughs> have Ray's mother be this in character. Any of these spinoff. They movies. they yeah. just conveniently go. Oh, here she was the whole By time. By the way, she was Kira. Yeah. yeah. No. So that would be pretty cool to where they introduce this guy 
and then Benioff and Weiss's trilogy is all about him coming to him power coming to power, yeah. him being the villain, and then that all oh, man. Yeah. Then there's so many cool characters. There's a new so there's a republic and an empire in this universe in this version of yeah. the story. Um, they don't fight each other. They they work as as different countries essentially in okay. in the universe. Um, and then there's the Sith country. Ooh. So the uh, the Empire actually is more of a, a gray Jedi. Okay. Um, the the people that are Force sensitive in the Empire kind of don't go either way. Sith or Jedi. There's the Jedi represent the Republic. The gray Jedi represent the Empire, and the dark side users represent the Sith. Okay. Um, it's just it's insane, man. Th- it's so that good. sounds so. Cool. It's where um I'm sure you've probably seen the art of the Sith Twi'lek. Yeah, uh, like in a bikini. I don't know why she's wearing a bikini, but hey, you, know. Um, you know, lots of nerds everywhere. We're very excited about that. That's Darth Talon. She's okay. from that series. All right, um, and she's pretty cool. Um, Man, yeah, the Star Wars Legacy stuff is insane and it's awesome. Um, I hope. I hope. I hope they find a way to bring it back. So that is number. What was that number four for me? Uh, no, that was number three. That was number Star three Wars Legacy, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty big one at number four. Like I said, these mm-hmm. aren't really in any particular order. Okay. Um, but it, it's sort of in an order. Um, <laughs> number three for me is Darth Plagueis. Okay, which I, which is Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious's master. master. Um, he is still a canon character. Yes. Um, there is a book that is out there all about Darth Plagueis killing his master, finding Palpatine, raising Palpatine to be the Sith Lord that he wound up being. Um, I'm going to spoil some stuff. There's a lot of midichlorian talk in it, which is sort of annoying, but it's also, it shows Sidious finding Maul. It shows, um, you know, Plagueis was basically the money behind the political machine that became Emperor Palpatine. Oh my gosh. So yeah, he's, he's a, um, I think it's called pronounced immune. He's M U U N. He's from the planet Munalist. Um, and they do all the banking stuff. They're the people in episode two that kind of have the really squashed in human yeah, heads. The banking clan. Well, yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's part of those people. Okay. And so he controls the banks. Um, and so his initial plan was to have, you know, Plagueis run in the banks, keeping Palpatine in power. And they were going to have an eternal empire with the two of them. Um, him as the mas- the hidden master behind the scenes and Palpatine being the face of the empire. Um, there's some really cool stuff in that book, but and that's canon, like that. No, it is not. I canon. thought that was that canon. That is legends. Uh, I read it. It's. I read it right before. No, I'm... right after Force Awakens came out. Oh, okay. Um, because I was like, maybe he's gonna be Snoke. Um, Which everybody thought. Everyone thought. Everyone it, so I was thought. like, you know, I'm gonna read it just just, just to, to read see. it. Yeah. Um, after reading it, I don't think he's Snoke. Um, but it's a good book. They do talk a lot about midichlorians um, because a lot of what Darth Plagueis does is, you know, he could cheat death. He could bring things back to life yeah. with the Force. Um, there's one, I think it's a Jedi that he kidnaps that he just kills and brings back to life on a regular basis. That's insane. Yeah. And he just tortures this Jedi because he's he's trying to figure out how the midichlorians play with the Force and what? how he can control it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Jeez. Um, so I would like a definitive... This is who Darth Plagueis is again. With the new, the new canon. The new canon. If, you may, if they yeah. want to change that from legends to canon, I wouldn't be upset. Um, I hope. I hope Claudia Gray is working on that right now. Like, yeah, because she hasn't. I haven't heard anything she's doing. No, that, I mean, I haven't heard anything about books except for the uh, Thrawn novel that comes yeah. out on Lucasfilm. What's going on? We need some more books. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so the that was my number three. Mm-hmm. My number two is my most personal choice on this entire <laughs> list. Uh, Quinlan Voss. Do you know who that is? I have no idea who that is. Um, so he is, he's still canon. He's in two of the movies, um, whether or not you want to believe it. But he's in um, in episode three where Anakin runs into the meeting all late and stuff. And Obi-Wan goes, you missed the the uh, recap of what how the Outer Rim sieges are going. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That Master Voss put on. That is the character that I'm talking about, Quinlan oh, okay, Voss. In okay. episode one, he is in the scene where uh, Jar Jar and Sebulba are fighting, are fist fighting, and everything okay. comes out. He's in the background scene. He's a darker-skinned individual. He's got um, long black hair. Some of it's kind of dreaded. He's got a yellow line across the middle of his face. 
So who who is he? Like he is, he is a Jedi. So what was he doing on Tatooine? He is a he does a lot of stuff with the underground, um, like the dark side of the force. He okay. has a you know, um, I cannot think of the word I'm looking for, but he has <laughs> uh, underground spies and things okay. like that. He works spy networks. Um, he does have a book that is canon where it's him and Asajj Ventress. Um, getting together to assassinate the Emperor, or not the Emperor, to assassinate uh, Count Dooku. Okay. Um, because it's it takes place right after the cartoons finish. It's one of the unused scripts from the Clone Wars cartoons Ooh, that they okay. turned into a novel. Um, and it's pretty good. Um, the thing I like about Quinlan Vos the most is he kind of bounces back and forth between the light and the dark. Okay. Um, interesting character. Uh, he's very interesting. He is Isla Sakura, the blue... Um, Twi'lek Jedi lady. Yes. Um, he is her master. Oh, okay. Um, and um, he loses his memory at one point. He gets drugged and his memory just goes away. Um, and so it's him trying to figure out who he is, figure out how to use the Force, how to be a good guy or a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's got this whole backstory with uh, his master and his former apprentice where they are uh, trying to infiltrate Dooku and General Grievous and stuff. It is so good. It's part of the the Clone Wars comics from okay. from before Disney bought it again. Again, none of it matters anymore. But he's he's a canon character. He's got a couple episodes in the Clone Wars cartoons, and like I said, he does have a book where um, him and Asajj Ventress are tasked with assassinating Count Dooku. That sounds awesome. Um, it is. It's a pretty good book. So, so he does he live past sixty six? Um. Do we so know in the comics, the original comics that aren't canon anymore, mm-hmm. he does because he uses all of his undercover stuff um, and actually finds sanctuary on Kashyyyk, where he oh. um, um, marries one of his undercover agents. Um, I don't know if they get married, but they start a family together. And the very last scene you see with Quinlan Vos is him holding his newborn son. Hmm. Um, so he's still canon, but in the new canon, he falls in love with Asajj Ventress. Okay. Um, but the book ends kind of... He's still alive at the end of his book. So he could technically be brought in somewhere else. He could be brought in somewhere else. Um, he could have survived Order 66. In my heart, he did, because, he, <laughs> like I said, he's probably my favorite Jedi, mm-hmm. um, just because his story is so compelling. It's just, it's just good stuff. Man. Um, but yeah, so he he's canon, but not the canon that I would like him to be. <laughs> so if they they kind of fleshed out his character a little bit more, I would be very happy. Um, and the number one thing that I wish they would bring from the Legends universe back into the canon is the book Shadow of the Empire. Yeah, um, I, I have I have that book. I have never read it. You before. should read it. It is great. Wasn't it? That was the first. Was that the first or one of the first like books where they they did the whole like standalone in the in the in so the timeline? Yeah, so it's in the book takes pl- uh, place <laughs> place between um, five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, Han's frozen in carbonite. They're trying to figure out how to rescue him. Um, they introduce a really cool character, Prince Zizor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Falene uh, who has. Um, pheromone powers basically okay um so he can you can sniff him and he'll make you fall in love with him um oh yeah (laughs) yeah he's got a really cool assassin droid who looks like a lady just Mm -hmm. looks straight up that's a woman if you look at her dude looks like a lady she's got guns in her arms and like will murder the crap out of you without even thinking about (laughs) it um they introduce i hope i'm getting the right thing kyle katarn i believe is the the smuggler that they use to Mm -hmm. kind of replace han for this storyline I hope I'm right. If, if I'm not, please send angry emails. Um, yeah, to I'm, Joseph. To yeah. me, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. It's been years since I've read this book. Um, but I know it's great, and I know that there's room for it to exist. Um, and the I, characters to exist, like Princess or who's a great character. Um, they kind of allude to him existing in the cartoons a little bit. He's the leader of Black Sun, which is one of the uh, crime syndicates. Yeah. Um, and in the Clone Wars cartoon, all the members of Black Sun are the race that he is. It's possible. So it's possible he exists. It's possible that that story storyline could still happen. 
just maybe not the exact way that it was written before Disney bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shadow of the Empire is just good stuff. Like I, th- th- those stories that took place during the original trilogy, mm-hmm. I feel should still be canon and not legends. Right. I feel everything written after should be legends like after return of the jedi oh okay i think all that should be considered legend. Well, a lot of that stuff is okay mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff should be thrown away um i read the entire new jedi order series mm-hmm. with the yuzan vong that come in and they don't appear in the force and things like that and honestly some of those books just get silly like they're, <laughs> they're ridiculous they're they're introducing new out of control force powers that nobody's ever seen before and i mean it's exciting. It's fun to read about, but I can know. change my hair color. Look at me. <laughs> I have the Jedi, the Jedi power to change my hair color. Well, one of the coolest things Mara Jade actually does in the New Jedi Order stuff is there is a building that she's trying to infiltrate, mm-hmm. um, and it's got heat sensing equipment on the outside of it, and then like a laser grid on the way in. Ooh. And so she uses the Force to cover her heat signature, as well as to make a platform for her to walk That's across amazing. to get to the building. It is really, really cool. It's a really great... I can't remember which New Jedi Order book it's in. Um, That'd be a cool power to see. Like, Yeah, but by yeah. the time she gets to the end of it, she's spent, man. She used so much Force power to, to oh, just, just like, break into this. Just like thing. with Luke and uh, using his... Right, know, the projection. The projection, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that'd be so cool to see, though. Like, Ray running, and then Ray stops, and she, like... And then yeah. she just starts walking. And, and that'd be really cool, because it's almost... You know, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, you know, a callback to Indiana Jones, yeah. where... Or Indy walks across that thing. It's like that'd be the righteous man. That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool to see. <laughs> and all of us fanboys be like, oh, that that all makes sense. Yeah. But um, um, so that's cool. that's my my top six things that I wish that were that our legends were canon. Everything you said, I wish was canon. Yeah. Now. Like I want all of that to be brought in to this, and I think Solo, I think opened the, that door. Now. Yeah. I think Solo made it possible to where. A lot of that stuff can come into play. I, and, I think so, too. And so I hope they keep going with that. Well, and a lot of the, the comics that I talked about, or the... Well, I mean, the legacy comics can't happen, because mm-hmm. as far as we know, Luke doesn't have any offspring. Yeah. Um, but the um, Shadow of the Empire, Quinlan Boss's backstory, yeah. Mara Fett. Jade existing, Boba Fett surviving the Sarlacc pit and going on to rule Mandalore. And Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. Plagueis. All of the other things. I, I picked this list... With the hope that they could pick and choose some of the stuff yeah. to remake it canon, if I that think, makes any I sense. I think they could. I think they could find a way to, Cause to bring it, it back. As far as like my head canon goes, all of this stuff is still canon. <laughs> um, it doesn't necessarily mean that I can buy merchandise for this, the things that I want anymore. And, but, they, and they'll say Disney on it, right? Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but you know, there's no reason it couldn't exist in the new updated universe. Yes, yeah, I agree. So I hope they do it, though. Yeah, I well, you know, then again, the year's not over yet. We might Lucasfilm may announce like other things they're they're working on, and we may get a book that you start reading. You go, oh my gosh, they're bringing it back! Right. Here they here well, it goes. That the thing with Rebels is they brought in uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yes, which um, that was huge. That was huge. That that was a big win for the people that are like, oh, Disney is ruining yeah. Star Wars. They brought in Thrawn. Thrawn, who's one of the biggest villains in the the Legends universe. Yeah. They brought him in, and he's still one of the biggest villains in, in the new canon. Now, yeah, now he's officially canon. Now he... We don't know what happened to we him. We don't know what happened to him. He, he could come back. He could... He could be... He can come back in Episode Nine for all we know. Oh my gosh, how cool would that be? He could He could be a resistance for all we know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so there's... The sky's the limit, and it, what's really cool, and I don't know who we give credit to when it comes to this, like Pablo and his team, Pablo Hidalgo, yeah. or even... Um, Dave Filoni, Dave maybe. Filo- I think Filoni, probably. I think Filoni is probably one. just like going through, going, we can do this, we can do this, and Pablo's going, okay, wait... Let's let's try to make yeah. it work and let's let's see where we can go with this and it's working so it's, far. It's working pretty yeah. well. Um, and but I don't get to the, okay. So now we get to the the next part of our podcast. Star Wars fans, okay, I, loosely I say Star Wars fans loosely because there are some of us like Joseph and myself and David and everybody who I know is really right. really great and they they love star wars but yeah they have their opinions about the last jedi because that just seems like the last jedi just is the most divisive thing thing that's ever ever happened happened in star wars (laughs) um but a lot of people are just angry just so angry it's insane and this week we found out that ahmed best the man who um, portrayed jar jar binks 
20 years ago almost killed himself yeah i had no i didn't know i had I, no idea um and it's the, the post that he put on instagram it was that on what, twitter twitter was heart-wrenching yeah it was it was very upsetting i i had no idea i and i i was really sad in case i don't know he posted a picture of him and his son um it was a it's a really beautiful picture really mm-hmm. great picture of him and his son and he says that you know 20 years ago he got so the media backlash and people backlash almost made him want to kill himself at that very spot he was at he, he said tw- he almost took it he almost, he almost did, it. did it he said 20 years later here he is with his son now and it's like that's incredible that's amazing and I just had no idea that that was happening. Yeah. And even when I was a kid, um, when you first see episode one, you don't have a problem with Jar Jar. I never had a problem with Jar Jar. He was not my favorite character by any stretch of the imagination, but like, I don't hate the kid. I don't hate him. I don't, I, 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 he's I didn't annoying. Hate him. Yeah, but like, I never. And of course, when you're a kid, you know that person's not real. Like, I knew Jar Jar wasn't real. Right. I'd seen enough of the making of it to know it was an actor named Ahmed. Even back then when I was like like nine years old, yeah. or 10 or 11, I knew Ahmed Best was playing Jar Jar. Right. So I never, uh, I guess, I guess then the internet really wasn't that prominent so you can go online and look at all these, these people. But he had so, like, death threats, letters yeah. sent to his house, and the media didn't like, and it was insane. Well, racist stuff. Yes, sold to him, and it's just—it's the craziest thing. I, I when we talked about um, Rose Tico, I can't remember yeah, the actress's uh, name. Kelly, 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 Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran the other day. It's not what Star Wars should represent. Yeah, that's not what the message is that you should be getting from Star Wars. And I—it's it, funny because a lot of I read one guy who wrote like, I was it was it was it was totally horrible. It was on this Star Wars Facebook page I follow. And he said, like, it needs to be, we need to be all white in right. Star Wars. And I was like, oh my gosh, is that, do people, are these, are they the ones who are doing this? Are they the ones, it needs to be all white, it needs to be all men in charge of Which all of this. Is crazy. I don't me. like that. I, I, I think that's horrible. I think that's the worst thing you could possibly say for a franchise about this, about diversity, about, yeah. you know? And I'm just amazed that so many people are angry with Star Wars, just so angry that they will threaten the lives of the actors that in it who the, are just doing their job. I'm at best, you know, if you actually just watch the performance of Jar Jar, it's it's not bad. Mm-mm. The character itself, yeah, you can be like, yeah, but it's not bad. And plus, if it hadn't have been for what he what made possible, we never would have gotten Gollum in, yeah. in Lord of the Rings because it was this whole thing of okay, can can we can an actor act with these dots on him and can he is he going to be able to digitally create digitally create this character and he had to sit there and figure out all and he was kind of the puppet for ilm and for every all the digital effects companies to figure out is it possible and it worked i mean with no jarja we don't get the hulk and the avengers we don't get Gollum. we don't get Gollum. we We don't don't get get, uh we don't get avatar we don't get you know probably all right without we don't get ready player one (laughs) you know we don't get all these ready player one Zemeckis couldn't have done what he did. When I think Zemeckis made a huge leap with uh, the Polar Express and all right. those movies. But when it comes to the first fully created motion captured thing to be in a movie, I think, okay, I think uh, Cameron messed with it a little bit in Titanic. Not too much. Just right. It was very, very, like, they had to be very, very far away. Right, to do because it. They, they didn't look good. They otherwise. didn't look good, no. And so Jar Jar was, like, the first big thing. So this guy, Ahmed Bez, came in, did, did something no one other actor had ever done before. Was in this movie. It was the first Star Wars movie in I don't know how many years from eighty from eighty three until nineteen ninety nine. Do the math. Sixteen, almost twenty years. Almost basically. twenty years, and the audience had this vision in their head of what Star Wars was going to be, and I had a vision of what Star Wars was going to be in my head. Everyone did. Yeah, it didn't meet my expectations when I saw it as a kid, but I still loved it. I still was like, "That's it's Star Wars." See, it's still I, Star when Wars. When I saw it when I was younger. It did, it met my expectations, mm-hmm. and I still think Episode One is a good movie. Like I like Episode One. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not the top of my trilogy or my Star Wars movie list. Yeah. It's towards the bottom. I'm not gonna like pretend it isn't, but okay. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. Like oh yeah, like every time I want to rewatch Star Wars, I start at one and I work my way through. <laughs> um, it happens more often than you would think it does. Um, 
But yeah, I don't I don't feel like Jar Jar ruined anything. I don't think Jar Jar ruined anything at all. And then the other thing is you can't really blame I don't think you can blame Ahmed Best for that, no, you that can't. performance. I think he did what he was directed to do. Yes. I think he did what was on the paper for the most part for that character to yes. do. He did he p- fulfilled his job to the best of his ability. Um, now he may have made some tweaks, he may have imp- improvised a little bit, but mm-hmm. for the most part that character is what George Lucas George wanted. wanted. Yeah. And, you know, the big floppy ears and all of that kind of stuff, while they're goofy and silly and funny to look at, like, that's an impressive computer graphic. Oh, yeah. It still is. It's still... <laughs> and it holds up. Yes. Like... There's a few shots of him. I've Like, I've gone back and seen a couple of his scenes after, you know, I read right. this. And I was like, man, he still looks pretty great. He looks real for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's almost like watching, uh, like, you know, we talk about, we keep saying how Jurassic Park, when Jurassic Park came out, they took their time with the visual effects. Right. For episode one, they really took their time yes. with the visual effects to where, you know, almost 20 <laughs> years later, we're still watching it going, how did they do right. that? Um, so with him, like, it's, I was, I had no idea Jar Jar was hated until episode two came out, yeah, for that was when I well, started. You were, you were, I was young. You were like a preteen. Okay, <laughs> but then when it was in two thousand two, when episode one came out, I started reading all these things, and it was just this total hatred for Jar Jar, and I just went, "What happened?" Yeah, I was like, uh, "I don't like him," but I don't, I don't hate understand. Him. And then, and then George Lucas said he had to like. Like kind of he write cut him the hell out of yeah. his part in episode two. Episode two and even in episode episode three, he just shows up at the very end. Yeah, and so the the fan backlash changed what George Lucas wanted to do, and, and I'm just um, I don't know what. Okay, the whole Jar Jar's the, the evil Sith. The I mean, well, you know what I mean. Like, well, yeah. we'll never. I mean, it's I a fun fan. It's theory. a fun fan. I don't think it's true. Well, it's by, clearly like the um, life debt. The, the yeah. aftermath series, yeah. they have Jar Jar in it. It's clearly not true. Yes, they kind of finish, more or less finish Jar Jar's yes. story for us, and it's beautiful the way they do it. Yes, um, it, I, I just I don't under I didn't understand. I didn't understand even in when, when the second movie came out. I was still like, like what what happened? I, yeah. I I didn't get it. I didn't I didn't get it. In episode three, I was like, they just completely did away with him. And I think Jar Jar for me became it was um it's a joke among my friends like about Jar Jar but I I don't think we're doing it out of hatred for Ahmed best by any means we're doing it out of they do it jokingly about the character not about Ahmed best so the fact that you can well, you have is, to okay go on. they created I mean as love him or hate him he's an iconic character yes he's, yes he's in the the zeitgeist of human beings you say uh Misa Steppen Poodoo you know who I'm impersonating yeah, it's Jar Jar <laughs> that's Jar Jar like <laughs> you know they did they did a good job they made a memorable yes. character an iconic character even but i know, don't the I, amount I, of hate that you can give an actor for acting yes is insane for and for people saying you know they ruined ruined their childhood ruined their childhood george lucas ruined my childhood uh george lucas has no idea what he's doing and it got to the point where george lucas sold but he sold he Star sold Wars Star because Wars. he couldn't handle it anymore. He couldn't. It was it was insane, and it, it just it makes me sad to think the fans had for sixteen years, I guess, had yeah. this thing in their head of what they needed Star Wars to be, and when it didn't meet their expectations, they just turned completely against on it. everything that. They... And I'm I'm over here thinking, okay, if George Lucas, George Lucas could have easily have said, okay, Episode One is the same as Episode Four. Just a different, yeah, different characters, and it's going to be the same story. And then the second and third are the. Empire well, but then you look at the, the the backlash JJ got for making episode too much like seven, it. too much like episode yeah. four. And I always tell people, I say, you know, you got to give. I don't say you got. You have to give George Lucas credit because he made three movies completely different. Yeah. He made episode one. Episode two had nothing to do; it had no none of the same like themes as Episode one yeah. did. He said, "Okay, this is this completely different story." Yeah. And Episode three, same thing, just completely different from the first two. Where nowadays you get sequels and trilogies 
who they have to like kind of go back to the first movie like okay right. what can i what can we could people like this in the first one we need to do it in the second one george lucas was like no he wrote three completely right different movies yeah like i watched ant-man and the wasp right before i came over here yes. today and the, you know they leaned on uh luis i think is yeah, the, michael michael pena michael pena yeah. ti the russian dude yeah. like they leaned on the almost the exact same jokes that they yes, leaned on in the first they did movie. they had to because it was and again studios nowadays with sequels say okay what worked with the first one check 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 we need to have that in here but more george lucas said i don't know no we don't need that i'm gonna write this movie it has nothing to do with the first movie i mean it continues but the first one is sort of a coming of age story for obi-wan yes sort of and the second one is a love story (laughs) i mean okay but you can't deny you can't deny that the the primary focus of that movie is a love story padme and anakin falling in love and then revenge of the sith is the fall of your hero yeah just this and it's it's tragic and it's a it's it's beautiful it's if you tell somebody if you were to tell somebody the story of anakin skywalker it's a beautiful tragic story and george lucas wrote it yeah okay so and maybe it wasn't how you wanted it to be maybe some fans didn't like the way he executed some of these things but it's his it's his story it's his to do what he wants to he it. wrote it how he always envisioned it yeah and people hated him for i can't imagine i mean i'm i'm not i'm no screenwriter you know academy I'm, i write a few things here and there but <laughs> i don't understand i don't know how i would react if i wrote something and people liked it then i say okay here's another part of that story and people were like that sucks you're a you're, dead person you're you're it's... so stupid for writing this and i'm like i i I wrote, I created these characters. I have an idea of where they go and what they do. Why? Just because you have a different idea doesn't mean my idea and opinion is wrong. I never, I never understood that. I never got that whole backlash Mm -hmm. that he received and Ahmed Best received. And then Jake Lloyd, who I think he's my, he's about my age. He's 30 now. That sounds about right. Yeah. He, he's. He's having a, a rough he's, life. He's in he's institutionalized yeah. for the most part from everything that I've read. So yes, far from as... all because of Star Wars. Yeah, all because he had to like he had to like leave schools or something like that. Like yeah, it was just he was getting picked on so much, and it's it's upsetting, man. He's a he was a little he boy. was a kid. He was a child. <laughs> he was like nine or ten. He was my age when that movie came out. So like when. I, I I enjoyed Anakin. I don't. I liked. I like little kid Anakin. I liked okay. little yeah. kid Anakin a lot. I was. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. When they said Hayden Christensen was replacing little kid Anakin, I was a little upset by it. I was like, you know, he'd be roughly the right age. Yeah, like, let him just keep, just let him keep playing that'd it. That'd be pretty cool. But I, mean, I get why they did it because you could, you could make a twenty something look like a teenager, yeah. and you can make a twenty something look like a thirty year old. Like I get why they did it, but it would have been interesting though to see Anakin. Um, only be a teenager when all this went yeah. down. You know what I mean? Like that would have been. I would have been. Well, okay and then with on top that. of that, with with Jake Lloyd as a teenager, when you jump ahead to adult Anakin. Yeah. It just shows the length of the Clone Wars. Yes. Um. I mean, granted, we did get a, a time hop from him becoming. You know, he was a he was a Padawan learner at Episode Two, and he's you know being considered to be a jedi master in episode three like there's obviously a time hop there but it would have been even more apparent of a time hop from yeah from from that perspective i i agree i agree 100 percent. and i i would have i would have loved to have seen jake lloyd go on to do that um i i I never i never had a problem with his performance performance i never did but he's had so much backlash Mm -hmm. so much hatred for his performance that he's He's his life hasn't been great since no. then, and the only people who are doing it are Star Wars fans, so called so called Star Wars <laughs> fans. People who don't like Star Wars aren't calling him saying, "Hey, your performance was awful in Episode One. You should die. Hang up the phone." You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's people who love Star Wars and are like, "You need to die for do what you yeah. did." You you think, ruined my life. I think know? David calls them a keyboard warriors. Yeah, keyboard warriors. <laughs> but it's it, to the point now where they're like, they're they're these guys are are not yeah. happy with their lives People anymore. Are afraid to to do anything yes. with Star Wars and, now. You know, George Lucas had to sell his his trilogy. I mean, he had because he was gonna do more. Yeah, he had said, "I'm gonna do three more." Yeah, he had and, an idea for. Uh... And I think what had happened was he had said he was gonna do three more. Probably like I think it was like in 2010, 2011. He told people, I'm thinking about getting 
going again. Right. And I'm going to finish it off. Seven, eight, and nine. And I think when he announced it, the amount of backlash he received. Because of the prequels. Because of the prequels. He yeah. said, you know what? Not worth it. Not worth it. I'm yeah. going to sell this for how, how much? Was it a billion? A was it a billion or a trillion? Oh, it wasn't a trillion. Okay, it was like four point. It was, a couple it was like four point three billion dollars yeah. he sold Lucasfilm for, and which is all his, yeah. all his money. Yeah. I mean, he's he's his own corporation. He's Lucasfilm. Um, and I can't imagine. Like I said, I'm a writer. I'm not a professional by any means, <laughs> but yet, it, yet, <laughs> thank you. But I can't imagine writing something that was my story, and then having to sell it because people hated me for my story. Yeah. And it's like what? It's something that they loved at one point. Yeah, they just turned completely against you. And yeah. they're like, you lost sight of your own vision. And it's like, no, this this was my vision the whole time. And what I loved, and I've heard about the the first drafts of episode um, four. Pablo mm-hmm. Pablo has said he's read some of the first drafts of episode four, and he said, you know, a lot of people got mad about the politics being in episode yeah. four. He says, but there was a ton of politics in the original a- draft. Initially, yeah. Like, we had a Coruscant planet. Well, I think his, planet. His, uh, his reasoning behind episode four was to talk about, I want to say Vietnam? Yeah. It was, it, was a, it was a direct, you know, reaction to Vietnam. It yes. was like, here's crazy things that are happening. We're, and then you know, in his in his mind, the United States was the empire. Yes, I mean it still is, still is the so empire. So it's it's just interesting because there's a lot of political undertones to there's Star a, Wars. There's yeah. a ton of political undertones, yeah. and then you get to the whole episode two and three where you're like, you know, how much power do we give our president? Like, how much power yeah. does he have to go to war? Because at that point, nine eleven had just happened. George Bush. Was like we're invading Iraq yeah, and I'm getting more executive power yes. as often as I can. And then episode two comes out and we see Palpatine doing the same doing thing. The same it's thing. a parallel to real life. And, and I I loved that. I loved that he went back and in episode one and he said, okay, here's the Senate. Here's what's really happening. Yes, we saw the nitty gritty in episode four, which is why he started with the middle of his story because yeah. this is like the meat of my story. Everything else prior sets up what is about to happen. People didn't like that. People wanted the meat of the story in the beginning to be the exact same thing. But yeah. it's not possible. You can't you do can't. it. You, it's a prequel for a reason. He's yeah. like, I'm setting up this story yes. with this prequel. So. so I don't understand why people hated him for that. I don't know. And then people boycotted. Uh, some people started boycotting Force Awakens because of John Boyega being black. What? And then, yeah, some people. Uh, there's there was people who did not like the fact. Oh, that, I, I forgot yes. all about that. Yes, because I forget about people being racist. Yes, because it's, people suck. I did. I remember seeing stuff about that. Now, holy cow! How did I forget that? How could you forget? Because I was very upset about that. At I was the time. really mad. I was like, why are they being jerks? It's like well, you didn't boycott Return of the Jedi. There's a primary black character yeah, in that, but and a fish character. Yes. Too. So what, what what's wrong <laughs> with you people? Um, but it was like. He, I remember when I heard John Boyega was in Star Wars. I was like, cool. Yeah, because I'd seen Attack the Block. I'd seen Attack the Block. Attack the Block is freaking awesome. Yes, and I was like, that guy is really great. I like that actor. He's really cool. And I was like, awesome. And then I started hearing people saying, like, why is there a black man in this movie? I was like, like, whoa, what did you just say? Like, don't, like, why is a black guy one of the main characters in a Star Wars movie? And I'm like, um, why are you being a jerk? Like, stop. Doing like don't don't look into Oscar Isaac too much. He's Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't. Yeah, if you research Oscar Isaac, you're gonna find out. You're gonna get really mad. Be really, really upset. You're gonna be real racist. <laughs> but uh, and I loved I loved he was in there, and I was just amazed that people were mad at him for being yeah. in it. And his performance is amazing. He's great. He's awesome. Yeah. He is an, great. Okay, a lot of people don't know that he's British. Yeah, but his American accent is flawless. Yeah, the fa- when he first came on the screen and he wasn't talking with that. Um, street london accent oh, from yeah. attack the block i'm just like who is this guy You're like this guy can't be <laughs> talking the this same way. guy from attack the block is it yep and i remember i i remember hearing he was gonna be in the movie and they had said he's gonna and like the movie was in production for like a couple of weeks yeah and then we got that teaser yeah and his head boom popped up <gasps> and i was like oh i was like yes this is yeah this not is only awesome. is he in the movie like he's the first thing we saw yeah, from he, the movie yes you see desert and john Boyega's big old face right in front of your and he I, was, and he looked, and I loved it because for us, it, the movie had only like just been announced. Yeah. So when we saw that scene, we were all like, "This is like the first stuff like they shot." Yeah. This guy in the yeah. desert. Oh my god, what's happening? What are they doing? What's he doing? And then, um, and then a lot of people 
didn't like the fact that it was a female lead. lead. Daisy Ridley was the female lead. People were like, no. See, you keep saying a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a very vocal minority. Okay, okay. I hope it's a very vocal um, minority. And I mean, maybe I'm looking at life through rose-colored glasses or something. <laughs> um, Rose hat, sorry. Nah. Um, and I just, I just, you know, I just don't want to see all the hate and vitriol out there in the world. But I, I think, I think it's a lot bigger than what we think. What I think we, it's, I still know. think it's a minority. I don't know. I, I man. just feel like because look what happened. Look what happened with Solo. That what happened. What what they all said about the Last Jedi and how much they hated it. It showed with Solo. I just I and just want the glass to be half full. I want the glass <laughs> to be half full too. And I thought it was until Solo came out. And Solo was so good. And Solo was amazing. And people were like, "Yeah, the boycott worked. We did. We we told you we weren't, we weren't going to watch it." It's like, oh my. Gosh, they, these guys are crazy. It made its money back. It did make its money it's back. The, so the, please make more of those movies because they're yeah. fantastic. So, so Daisy Ridley got a lot of shenanigans. Like, yep. And she, de- I don't know if she She's deleted deleted Twitter, I believe Twitter or Instagram. Okay, Probably one of those. Both. And I'm, I'm like, why are you, why are you attacking her? I don't understand. If y'all see where I'm at right now in my room, I have a lot of Daisy Ridley up because she's are one of my one, two, three, <laughs> four, five. No less than five pictures of Daisy. Six. Yeah, I got one of Six Daisy Ridley pictures in Be- this room alone. Because she's one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. And I know we say it, we said it in our, since our first podcast till now. But I found out when I saw that first poster of her in Force Awakens, I got so excited because it was like, whoa. Yeah. Who is this girl? And why is she front center of this poster? Yes. Everyone else is like little bitty off to the side. And then. Boom, there's this girl in the middle, and I was like, oh. This girl and Kylo Ren, yep. and even the guy we thought was going to be the main character, the Stormtrooper, yes. isn't even as big as she is. Like, yes. what is happening in it this was picture? Cr- Did you see uh, the overseas posters, like, um, when they, like, in Japan? Like in or Japan and China, China and stuff? Um, like, John Boyega's, like, was so much smaller. On the like, they, <laughs> they shrank him to almost nothing on that poster, and I was like, you guys, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. So Daisy Ridley got a lot of... Um, a lot of backlash and then kelly marie tran just recently that i think kelly marie tran kind of opened the eyes to everybody now. yeah everybody just went whoa what's and then people said yeah look look what happened with jar jar and then that's when i was like oh my gosh this was all happening back then too it makes me sad yeah it's it's upsetting um i like to think that this is a safe safe space for the more positive star wars fans yes with our podcast the people on the star wars stuff facebook yes um you know i like I like to think that, you know, you know, the light side is going to beat the dark side. Yes. You know, I watched Star Wars for that reason. I like yeah, to see the good guys the win. The good guys win. Even when it looks like they're going to lose, like in Return, uh, not Return, Last Jedi. Oh, or, yeah. Or, you know, Revenge of the Sith. Like, there's still hope. Yes. At the end of hope. the day. Oh, oh hope. Um, you know, that all people will figure out their differences and yes. be like oh because your skin is a different color we can still get along yes um and, and it's and it for me like you said star wars is like a safe place you know yeah for me star wars has been something like i can look at with like you said hope look yeah at star wars with like awesomeness this is amazing this is great and then just to go online and read things about this thing that i love i'm like why what is going on with this fandom why what happened to this fandom why did this fandom get so angry maybe you're right maybe it's just a few i hope it's just a few part of me thinks it's not a few part of me thinks it's quite a a few more people who are yeah just just hating hating it's it's always it's just easier to see the negative yes um because you know, you look at all the work that the five hundred first does. Oh yeah, the biggest, um, the biggest charitable, charitable. Yeah, yeah charitable you look at all the the, you know, I can't think of the when kids are dying and they need they ask for wishes, make a wish, make a wish, make a wish. You look at John Boyega do make a wish stuff. Yes. and and things like that. And so, you know, those stories. Every time I see one of those, it's inspirational to yeah. me. You know, and that that is the standard that i think we should start holding star wars news to yeah we're casting this guy this actress carrie russell being the newest example of that um you know she's got a good moral character she you know yeah if they really play up the moral character of of their actors of their actresses um and make them see that they're people other than just their characters yeah i think you know i don't know it's just upsetting to see all the negative press from 
the fandom that I've related to yes. for so long because it's it's just it's insane. It, it was crazy to before, and it, I and it's weird to say the Last Jedi is what did it. Yeah, it was the straw that broke the camel's that back. Everybody, it was either if you were on the fence about whether or not you were uh, this type of fan or this type of fan. Once Last Jedi came out, you found out which fan you were, which side you were on. Because yeah. I know a lot of people <clears throat> who don't like the Last Jedi. Yeah. A lot of people who are like, that's the worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars was The Last Jedi. But then I also know a lot of people who say that was one of the best things that ever happened to Star Wars. And it's like, okay, don't don't hate on the guy who, you know, who acted in it. Yeah. Don't hate on the actress who was in there doing her thing. Just accept it as it wasn't the movie you wanted, but it's still Star Wars. Don't hate the people who were a part of that hate the studio (laughs) disney we didn't say that i'm just kidding i love you disney i was watching aladdin earlier um (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but but then but then you hear about star wars celebration Mm -hmm. those tickets sold out record time instantly instantly yeah i mean and david had told us hey wait until november for the patient be patient and november the five day passes will still be on sale Thursday, he calls me, you need to buy the ticket right now. Yeah. And so we did. Like yeah. I was like, we got to buy it. And I was like, okay, so people were boycotting the movie, but this sold out instantly, meaning there are fans out there who are dying just to be a part of right. like, Star Wars again. So I hold on to that hope that we will, like you said, we will. the good guys will win. You know, The, the light will defeat the yeah, darkness. Yeah, the, the, the dark. Yeah, so I know that's a weird it's a weird podcast we did today. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things that you hear, and as a Star Wars fan, like we said, it just, it just hurts you to know that people look at Star Wars fans in a negative light yeah. now. And it's like, no, don't. It's not all of us. It's just a few of us like us. And we hope you can come to this podcast and know that we are Star Wars fans. We're positive Star Wars fans. Yes, we're, we're going to talk about how bad yeah. episode two is. Yeah, on we always we're, will talk. But, but there will be arguments between James and David on how they feel about the Last Jedi. Yes, it, it just is going to happen. It's... I will yell at James for saying ten hours of music <laughs> is his favorite moment. That's just going to happen. We're human beings at the yes. end of the day, but we are positive. Yes, we we try. I like every time there's a new Star Wars ex- announcement, I get excited. Yes, um, Carrie Russell getting cast, I was like, oh my gosh, what is she going to play? And my first, my first thought was Mary Jade, but yep. uh, but then I talked myself out of Mary Jade. Anyway, besides the point, <laughs> um, clearly I'm excited. You know, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm positive. I think the direction that the franchise is going is overall a very good direction. Yes, very um, very true. You don't see storytelling the way that Star Wars has told a story very often. Yes. Um, you know, you've got your Avengers franchise and things like that where they've tied in 21 movies now. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is insane. Um, but it's not It's not Star Wars. It's not the same thing. No. It's, you know, there's... The Avengers took 700 different characters and slammed them all into one movie and they did a miraculous job with it. But we've been with the Skywalker family <laughs> for 40 years 41 now? 41 years. Yeah. It's insane. And when you think about that, you know, we, we've seen fathers come and go. We've seen a little boy grow up and die. We've seen his child grow up and die. We've mm-hmm. seen his, both of, well, at, once episode nine comes out, we've seen both of Vader's children yeah. die. And now we're seeing his grand, his grandson carry on that legacy. Like, we've seen this entire life, this saga. Yeah, we've we've seen a piece of, of human nature yes the rise and fall of empires and kingdoms and stories just don't get told this way no they and don't it's, it's so cool and anything can be done in the star wars universe yes very true um I, I at some point i would really like to see a horror story come out of the star wars universe. that'd be pretty cool um they sort of did it in the clone wars cartoon with some zombies yeah yeah you told us about that yeah Um, they wrote i think it's called red harvest which is a play on the blue harvest Harvest, um, where they're trapped on a dead ship a dead uh prison ship (laughs) and a zombie virus breaks out and it's pretty incredible um but you know you can do you can do anything you can write a detective story you can write a horror movie you can write a slasher fic yes and and it's it's amazing that if it hadn't been for for what george lucas wrote none of this would none of this would happen you can't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like he wrote it and he he had this crazy story in his head 
and he made it work. And to where everything now that is written has to go back to what he originally did. Yeah. Everything that's coming out has to it, connect. It has to connect way. to what he'd done. And which is why people are, you know, like, you know, Lucas, you know, Disney's ruining it, like blah blah blah. It's like, no, no, they're going back. And a lot of it, it they are using um a lot of the, the stories, the legends now are making yeah. canon. But at first they were just trying to get what he had written in four, five, and six, one, two, and three, and put it in one movie just so they can be like, all right, we need to connect it orient it yeah. yeah and now they're they're able to branch out now now they're able to grab other stuff but it all has to fall within that timeline that george lucas set yep down in stone and he's he did it he created it and i'm sad he's gone from the from the saga but he left it in great hands gave it to kathleen kennedy and she's taking it awesome places hashtag jj take us home <laughs> now, now, yeah now she hired jj it's gonna be awesome, but uh, um, anything else to add today? Or? This is gonna sound weird. I'm sort of exhausted from this conversation. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. I got I got pretty angry at one point. Oh yeah. And so, now I'm coming back down. Um, you know, stay positive. Yes. Keep and, hope alive. Yes. And uh, thank y'all for listening. Yes, thank you absolutely. so much. And we got um, feed uh, feedback from somebody in Ireland this yes. week. That agreed with me on yes, the music yes. being incredible, but not a moment. Yes, okay, everyone else. <laughs> everyone else is also... Uh, we had a few people on Instagram tell us, hey, I, I think you were right to put it up there. So ah, I'm just saying. I'm they're, just but saying. they're wrong, so it's fine. <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, every, everywhere um, podcasts are podcasts sold. Are sold. We, actually, they're, for they're, free. They're, oh, free. <laughs> we promise they're free. free, free and uh, give us a like, leave us a comment, uh, subscribe, please spread the word that we are, we love Star Wars and we're positive Star Wars fans. We're not going to hate on this franchise that we love so much. And thank y'all for listening and uh, may the force be with you. Always. Always.